That is correct. Welcome to Wednesday. John Scholes here along with Lior Sanfiru, employment lawyer. You'll want to reach out anytime to Lior when we're not doing this half hour of radio. That is uh, completely up to you, but it's easy. one 821 5900 that is help at employmentlawyer.ca. You can also use the website pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Learn lots, reach out from the website, and take advantage of the free and anonymous severance calculator again at pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. On the show uh, today, we got a we got a busy one, so we're going to get rolling here in just a minute. Everything you need to know about wrongful dismissal. Don't sit there and uh, scratch your head about something you need to know about your employment rights. Bring them on the show. Ask the questions. Pick up a phone and uh, and call us. But we always start off, pal, with the case of the day. What do you got brewing? Johnny, great to be here as usual. Of course, employment law is the topic and answering questions is our business. So hopefully we get a chance to help you. And I think it's, it is a, a privilege to be able to give you information that you need and you may not otherwise have. So take advantage of that right now. If you are wanting to know about severance, about wrongful dismissal, constructive dismissal, bullying, harassment, human rights, you name it, if it has to do with your work, with your job, this is the time and place to ask that question so that you know what to do, so you feel better. Or maybe you've just been curious. You know, sometimes we're just curious about something we want to know uh, and, and want to arm ourselves with knowledge. Well, calling us right now on the show is going to accomplish that. It's going to allow us to help you. And by informing you, we'll also be informing all our other listeners. So take advantage of that, of course. Now, if you want to reach out to me off air, like so many people do, to have a private chat or private email exchange, very, very easy to do that. Uh, you, you can uh, get that contact information throughout the show today. But case of the day, let me tell you about a question that I was asked earlier today. So I do regular uh, live streams online that air live on uh, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Uh, by the way, if you want to catch those, go to employmentlawyer.ca and you'll see the schedule. But uh, one of the people that, uh, was, uh, that attended that session earlier today uh, told me that he was let go and he was told that he gets, he gets no severance because he's in construction. And not only that, he said he's worked with the same employer for years and uh, that employer for years has been telling employees, no, no, you get nothing because you're in construction and they've been paying nothing all these years. Operating large company hadn't paid a dime in severance. So really his question to me was very simple. Is this right? And his question actually was, I'm assuming this is right. Well, I know you you just chuckled because you know the answer because we've touched on this before. But I thought with a question like that, I need to remind everyone again here. And that is no, 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 that is not right at all. Construction employees, individuals working in construction get severance. Yes, they do. Not only do they get severance. They get severance that's calculated in the same amounts as every other employee. If you're in construction, your severance is still going to be calculated based on your age, your position, the length of your employment, irrespective and completely irrelevant what industry you work in. And that severance, of course, can be anywhere from, I guess, two months to 24 months, depending on all those factors. And think about it this way, John. This this is just one company, and they've been quote-unquote, getting away with it for years, according to this individual. And this happens often. So I I told this individual the truth. He's going to call some of his friends that were let go, letting them know as well that they need to reach out to me. But man, oh man, a very important reminder there for for everyone. If you have a job and you lost your job, you're owed severance. The industry that you work in does not matter. It's not going to change that. So 
that's important to understand. Misconception, huge misconception when it comes to construction employees. And, and, and I hate people uh, when they're being taken advantage of. Maybe their lack of knowledge yeah. uh, is something that that's, is being taken advantage of. Well, now you know. If you or someone that you know is in construction, they need to understand that, of course, they absolutely get severance. And our topic, as I mentioned off the top, Leo, everything you need to know about wrongful dismissal. Before you even get into this, maybe a quick definition, clear up what that means and what it isn't, really. What do you think? Yeah, so uh, wrongful dismissal. You know, we've heard the term. I'm sure most people have. And and I think most people believe that wrongful dismissal is a situation when I was let go when I shouldn't have been let go, right? People would think that, that. Well, if, if I was let go and they shouldn't have, or they didn't have a good reason to let me go, or they didn't give me enough information about being let go, or they lied about my reason for being let go, well, that's a wrongful dismissal. Well, yeah. no, unfortunately, that is not the case, and, and that is not a wrongful dismissal. And why isn't it? Well, it's not a wrongful dismissal because, as our regular listeners know, uh, an employer can let you go pretty much for any reason or for no reason as long as they pay you severance. So whether or not the company had a good reason or not, whether or not they were they made a good decision, maybe they lied. They said that they're restructuring, but that was nonsense. They just hired a replacement. Despite that, that is not a wrongful dismissal. If your employer that lied to you about the reason they let you go paid you your full proper severance, they would have done things legally. So it wouldn't be a wrongful dismissal. So what flows from that is that a wrongful dismissal is a situation when you've been let go and you haven't been paid your full severance. That is what a wrongful dismissal is. That's why on the show you hear us use the word severance so often. That's why we talk about it so often because from yeah. a legal standpoint, that is what matters. Uh, and a court, for example, our laws do not impose an obligation to be honest about why you were let go, do not impose an obligation to have a good reason to let you go, but they do impose an obligation to pay you your full severance. I want to grab a call here as we uh, carry on into the evening. Tyler, thanks for standing by. What's your question? I just uh, had a question about, um, like, the company that I currently work for, um, they just lay people off. If they don't like you, they just lay you off. They, they won't fire you, they'll lay you off. I was just wondering, like, is there any... Like, if I were to call you, say I got laid off and was to call you, is there anything that you could do or is that just, you know, they Great question. And... Yep. So, uh, first question to you is uh, union or non-union? Union. So, no. Unfortunately, in this okay. situation, uh, as long as they follow the terms of the collective agreement, they can do that. And to the extent that they're not, the only one that can help you is your union. So no, no lawyer, myself or any other lawyer, can never help a unionized employee. It has to be the union. And, a, and in a unionized situation, your employer may be able to do things that it couldn't otherwise do as long as it follows the collective agreement. So uh, again, I don't know what your collective agreement says, but ultimately, the only one that can advise you or help you if what your employer is doing is not right is your union. So if it was non-union, you would technically be able to do something or not not technically we'd be able to do no. it very quickly and, and, and oh absolutely in fact uh, a layoff in the eyes of the law is a termination you're owed your full severance they don't get a chance to avoid that but again that only applies in a non-union environment in a union environment completely different situation 
Oh, perfect. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, thanks for your uh, your time as well, Tyler. Enjoy the rest of your evening. We'll take a short break and get back into our wrongful dismissal concession, but uh, con- uh, conversation rather. Do what Tyler did. Give us a call. He's still got time. The Employment Law Show. Stand by. And welcome to it. Uh, we'll get back into our conversation of wrongful dismissal if we got time. But as always, the phone calls, you joining the show is so much more important. So we get to you uh, right off the top. George, thanks for standing by. How are you tonight? I'm good. How hey, are you? George. Good, sir. What's Hello? on your mind? Yep. We got you. What's up? Yeah. Uh- so I have an employee, I'm an employer, I have an employee that I was going to let go for cause due to sexual harassment, and it, it actually went beyond the workplace, and it seems like maybe somebody's tipped off, and now all of a sudden he's, he's on a, a sick leave, he can't come into work, he's not feeling good. So my, my question is, what, what course do I, of action do I have now? So George, to be so I'm clear, the sexual sure. harassment happened outside of the workplace, but it involved him harassing another one of your employees. Is that right? No, 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 no. It happened. It happened in the workplace, and then spilled over to outside the workplace. I see. Okay. So the the question becomes, how certain are you that it happened? In other words, is it something that you believe, or you have the, the proof? If you know for sure that it happened, if you have the goods, so to speak, uh, the proof, the evidence, then Sexual harassment is, is going to be caused. It's a big deal. It's not something that you can take lightly. In fact, you're not allowed to take lightly. And the fact that he's on sick leave would not prevent you from letting him go for cause. You don't have to wait for him to come back. You can simply oh, okay. write him a letter now and terminate him for cause. But again, I okay. want us to be clear here that you have to know that you have the goods. If, if something is unclear, then if there's potentially an explanation, then you need to have his perspective on that. And to get his perspective, you may need to wait until he comes back. But if you say, no, this is cut and dry, I know, I don't care what he has to say, it's, it's done, then yeah, you can terminate very, very even if he's on dry. leave. Yeah, no, it's very cut and dry. He's, uh, it, it wasn't just one employee, it was actually male and female. And I have, I have, I have emails from all the employees uh, stating what was done, when it was done, and and uh, their reaction to it. And that, like, they asked him to stop and whatnot, and, he, and it continued. Okay. So some again, of the I, some, some I, of the I, some of the comments were pretty disgusting. So I, I just want to make sure. If you want my perspective on what he said, I'm happy to connect with you off air and see those emails and, and tell you. But again, if in fact yep. I'm, I haven't seen it, but if in fact. It is right. sexual harassment, then yeah, that, okay. that would be cause, and you do not have to wait for him to come back. Okay, great. Thanks, George. Appreciate the call. And here's how you're going to do that. You're going to call. You're going to call the Ordinance team, 1-855-821-5900, help at employmentlawyer.ca. God's power, how are you? What's going on tonight? I am doing good. How are you? Good, man. What's on your mind? Yeah, I love your show. So, um, the month of March, I was sick with uh, COVID for almost two weeks. My company was aware of it. Then uh, when I recovered, he told me to come back to work when I recovered. So when I recovered, I called. He said, oh, give me a time. I will get back to you. Then the next day, I was supposed to go to work. He called me very early. The morning when I was on my way. Oh, uh, Gaspar, we don't need you today. We don't need you now. Uh, you, they, we don't need you. The guy said they don't need you anymore. I said, why? But other people were sick for more than three months. They came to work. January, the site supervisor was sick. About six people were sick in the same job site. They came back to work. 
they use my name to lie to the customer that oh uh customer broke a leg or something and you can't come and fix your house whereas people uh, use me to lie that uh you don't want people to know the site of covid but when i got covid when i met with the trade i got covid they didn't allow me to come back to work it stopped me i begged him to pay me my severance he refused he never, he didn't increase my salary for three years plus I worked for him. Also, no vacation pay, nothing for all those years. When I would talk to my side supervisor, he would send me to the director, the director would send me back. They did that to me for three years plus. Up to today, they didn't pay my severance, no phone call, nothing. So, so I don't know God's power, I listen, obviously we need to, to get involved to get you that severance that you wrote. You can yeah. connect with us off air. And if there's an issue about whether you're really a contractor or an employee, we have to analyze that because chances are you've been misclassified. So, yeah, the next step is to have that connection off air so we can uh, we can help you. Uh, yeah, it, you, if you let go, you wrote severance unless you're truly a contractor, which it doesn't sound that you are. So let's uh, get involved and let's make it happen. And you know how to do that, my friend. Uh, the phone number, first of all, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. But here and now, still got some time. Bring them on. Calls are coming in. We love talking to you on a Wednesday evening here, live in the show. Hey, Vince, thank you for hanging on for a moment. How are you? Hey, good. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, pal. What's uh, what's on your mind? Okay, I'm an employer, and um, I have like twenty five employees at my company. And recently, I just discovered that one of my employees was doing some illegal activity and stealing off of my business, and they were criminally charged with theft. And I obviously had to let those let, let that employee go. And I'm just wondering, do I still am I still responsible for severance for this employee, even though they have stolen from me and they have been charged criminally? So the, the, the charge criminally in and of itself is not the issue. The issue is whether or not he in fact stole. If you can show that, if you know that he stole, you can prove that he stole. In other words, that's not in dispute. No, that would be cause you don't have to pay him any severance. That's probably one of the worst workplace offenses that an employee can commit, which is to steal from their employer. Uh, so the fact that he was charged in itself isn't, doesn't mean anything because those charges can be dropped tomorrow. It's a question of whether or not you actually have the evidence. If you do, and if it's you know cut and dry in that sense, absolutely no severance would have to be paid to an employee that steals from you. Okay, well, in in, in your in your professional opinion, instead of going through the whole pro, court process and everything, would it be just worth it to just say, you know what, I'm going to give you this amount of money in severance, and let's just call it a wash and drop all charges, or should I go through the legal process? Well, I mean, again, if if he stole and you know he stole and he knows he stole, I can't imagine there ever being a legal process, right? Uh, because I mean, th there would be no basis to 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 stand on. No one would ever help him to try to get severance. So, on the other hand, if you don't really have the goods, but you suspect he stole, but you you may not be able to prove it, then yeah, it probably makes sense to negotiate an amount for severance. But if it's me, I, I wouldn't pay severance to someone that stole if I can show that he stole. Okay, great. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your uh, your answer. Thank you so much for your help. Thank you, Vince, for your time and the call. You want to reach out afterwards? I'm sure you will have a uh, further chat with Lior and a member of his his crew. You can easily do that. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Let's get back to our chat, uh, Lior, about wrongful dismissal. So, 
question is, how can someone know? How, how would they know if they've been wrongfully dismissed based on what you just said, or at least what you said earlier? Well, the first thing I want you to keep in mind is that 90% of people, when they're let go, are wrongfully dismissed. 90%. Because in 90% of the cases, someone, the person that's been let go has not been offered or paid proper severance. So right off the bat, without even knowing anything about you, your employer, your circumstances, I'll give you a 90% chance that you've been wrongfully dismissed. So, you know, that's something that you should always keep in mind. uh, And and that's why it's so important to get that legal advice. Now, the other thing, because as we've said, a wrongful dismissal is a situation where you're you're owed more severance than what you've been offered. Well, Mm -hmm. you need to figure out what is proper severance, and then you can compare it with what the company said you should be getting. So you do that. You can call me by doing that. You can also just go to the severance calculator. PocketEmploymentLawyer.ca is where you're going to find that. And when you answer a few questions there, completely free, completely anonymous, it's going to give you an assessment of what the actual severance amount should be. Not what the company wants to pay you, not what they're trying to convince you to accept the actual Hmm. amount. And then you compare that with what they've offered you, and then you get a sense right there. But of course, 90%. So it is very rare for me now, very rare to talk to an individual that's been let go that has not been wrongfully dismissed, okay? Now, not every case is the same. Some some people may have been wrongfully dismissed to the tune of one month's salary. Some people may have been dismissed, wrongfully dismissed to the tune of two years' salary. Right. But chances are, if you've been let go, big company, small company, senior position or, or junior position, chances are you've been wrongfully dismissed. As you mentioned earlier, Leo, we talk about the word, you use the word severance a lot on the show. So what if your employer gave you, you know, notice of termination instead of severance? Could you still be wrongfully dismissed? So one of the things an employer can do instead of paying severance is to give the equivalent by way of notice, advance notice. So as an example, if you're owed 10 months severance, your employer can simply tell you in advance that 10 months from now, you're losing your job. In other words, give you 10 months advance notice. And if the employer gives you sufficient notice, then they don't owe you any severance. But here's the thing. Even in those cases, when the cases where an employer gives notice, what I've found over the years that in probably 90% of those cases, the employer doesn't give enough notice, which means that's still a wrongful dismissal. So using my 10-month example, if they owe you 10 months and they give you six months notice, well, that's a wrongful dismissal because it should have been 10 months. Right. That means they have to make up that difference. In that example, four months, they have to make up that difference by way of severance. So yes, even if you've received advance notice of your termination, there's still a very good chance that you've been wrongfully dismissed and that you're owed more compensation at the end of that notice. The other term, which sounds similar, and people get confused all the time uh, beyond wrongful dismissal, is constructive dismissal. So much confusion. I mean, it took me two years to figure it out doing this show, what the difference was. I think I got it down now after 10. But for, for the layman, what is the difference between those two terms? So a constructive dismissal is simply a type of wrongful dismissal. So a constructive dismissal happens when the company didn't actually let you go. They didn't say, that's it, we're walking you out of the, the workplace. A constructive dismissal happens when, because of something your employer did, you can look at it as if it's a termination. For example, if they reduced your pay, if they demoted you, if they changed your job, if they took away your bonus, so they did something to you that's inappropriate, that, the law says, you can consider a termination. You can consider that to be, again, constructive dismissal. And because you're owed severance, which the company hasn't paid, 
It's a wrongful dismissal. So really, constructive dismissal is the same as a wrongful dismissal, except it happens in a situation where you, the employee, are choosing to consider whatever it is that the employer did as a termination of your employment, whereas a, a straightforward wrongful dismissal, the company lets you go themselves. Either way, you are owed severance, okay? And either way, that severance can be as much as 24 months pay. So very, very important to get advice if that's your situation. And I know you always get this question too when the conversation gets a little deeper with a client. That's, you know, how difficult is it to resolve a wrongful dismissal matter? You know, I've been sitting here on radio and talking on radio for the last 10 years telling people, yeah, you got to call me uh, if you lose your job. And most people, many people call me. The reason some people don't call me and, and they're concerned about calling me is they're afraid about the legal process. They believe, well, I don't want to be involved in the long, complicated legal process. Even if, if I'm owed severance, I don't want that two years or three years. So I'm just going to accept what they've offered me. And I understand that, except that's not how employment cases or wrongful dismissal cases specifically, that's not how they work. Unlike other legal cases, a wrongful dismissal case generally resolves very quickly. As little as two weeks and on average, probably three months, okay? Some cases can take longer, but oftentimes we resolve it in just a couple of weeks. So it's not something you need to be afraid of. It The law is not overly complicated. The company usually is not able to just delay things if that's what they want. So never be afraid of the legal process. The legal process is designed to allow you to get the severance that you're owed quickly, especially if we know what we're doing, which guess what? We do. Last minute of the show, so you've been wrongfully dismissed. What are the steps? So number one, go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, confirm what you're owed. Number two is make sure you have a copy of all the relevant documents, termination letter, employment agreement. Very important to have that. If there's any other documents pertaining to your termination, have those. And then let's talk. Give me a call. I want to understand exactly what happened. I want to understand how you were let go, what you've been offered, and, and assess what you're owed. And then if... There is a wrongful dismissal there. We'll engage your company. Usually we would send them a letter saying, hey, you've wrongfully dismissed this person. He's owed this amount of money. We engage them in a discussion back and forth negotiation and get it resolved. Oftentimes it's not any more complicated than that. So don't walk away from your rights. Don't walk away from your entitlements. Those entitlements can be quite significant. And with that, we will let you go for another evening back in tomorrow. But in the meantime, reach out to Lior, as you mentioned. Always make that call. Have a conversation. one 821 5900 email is help at employmentlawyer.ca. You can always go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, the website, free and anonymous as well. Employment Law Show.